For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Rich Jones, host of Jacksonville's Morning News. Heard weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. Thanks for listening to our Jacksonville's Morning News podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and the Mark K Show. Don't forget, head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Good morning. I'm Adam Kirkin for Rich Jones. It's Jacksonville's only all-news morning show. Fox's Brian Kilmeade joining us live right now. You can always hear him Live right here on WOKV every weekday from 9 to 11, starting right after Jacksonville's morning news. Brian, good morning. And uh, President Trump is maintaining he'd rather have people entering the country illegally immediately deported than have them face a judge. So uh, no specific due process for these people. Everything that I'm reading, Brian, is that that kind of runs counter to what the Supreme Court has decided about how... Uh, people who enter this country illegally have to be given some kind of due process. What's your read on this? Is this is this just red meat from the president as he's there stumping for a Republican in West Columbia last night? He's maintaining what he said on Twitter, or is this a real policy proposal from the president? Is it feasible at this point? Well, I mean, the, what you set up top is 100 percent correct. To keep in mind, you know, the Supreme Court has ruled on this, but can you challenge that at some level? And and I will say this, and and our listeners have heard this on our show because I had a chance to interview the president about three weeks ago and I said to him, you know, while part of your immigration plan, they say there's a need for 15,000 more judges and he stopped me and instead of saying, you know, we can't afford that, we're doing that because he hates catch and release and I think most clear-thinking Americans do, hey, you're here illegally, come back soon and they don't come back. I don't think that makes much sense. So what he said is, I don't even know why I need judges. And I was kind of stunned. Usually you have an idea where you're going with a question and, and how to respond. I, didn't, I said, what do you mean by that? He goes, why do we need judges? What, what, where am I going to pull judges from? Where am I going to get that many judges? He goes, why do we need that? They're not American citizens. They've come here illegally. Why do they have to burden our, our system? We're already, I already found out the number is through the roof, almost a million cases behind. So right now, if we're not going to prosecute... And right now, we don't have enough judges. The only thing we can do is catch and release, and he certainly doesn't subscribe to that. So he wants us to revisit that. Now, usually when he brings stuff up, he, he has already, uh, for him to say, that took me by surprise in every way, by surprise, then he announced it last a couple of days ago. My sense is he's got a legal plan. A lot of them don't work, as you know, with, we remember the, uh, the travel ban. A lot of them aren't well thought out, but he's got a plan to attack it and look for that to come out a few days. What he does not do is he does not care how it looks. People say, well, you don't like Latinos. That's why you're uh, policing the southern border. When he says, of course I have nothing against them, it's because it's no, there's not much of a problem on the northern border where Canadians, mostly white, are. People get into, well, that, that shows a bias or a racist, uh, racist against people in South and Central America. He knows it's not true. You and I would go out of our way to make sure people knew that for him. He doesn't care because he, didn't, he knows it's not true, so he doesn't feel he has to define it. Next thing you know, you have John Legend tweeting about it, how he uh, calls them animals because they're Latinos, and then people start going through the roof that there's racism in America and the president's uh, making it happen.
And it's, but the it, whole the whole breakdown of civility is getting scary. As you see Steve Scalise still trying to get feeling back in his feet after being shot last year by a, by a Bernie Sanders zealot. I have no idea where this all this is going. I, I find it interesting. You, you talk about how he doesn't care how things are perceived, and then he makes that comment on Twitter about Harley Davidson to pivot here a little bit who is going to be building some of their motorcycles out of the country. We, we already knew this was going to happen. They were already going to build some of them out of the country, I think in Thailand or, or an Asian country of some kind. But now they're saying that the ones that they sell to the EU, they're going to build those out of the country. And then the president takes a shot at them on Twitter. Of course, he's held them up as kind of this American standard of American manufacturing and all that. What's your read on all that and why this is happening? Is this to pressure the president to perhaps back down on these tariffs and, and this looming supposed trade war with the EU and others? Well, listen, uh, with China, it's unbelievable. He, he went from, why is he being so nice to China? He looks like a hypocrite when he had him over at Mar-a-Lago, where he says, yeah, I'm friends with him. They helped us out in North Korea to a degree, but I'm going to win this, this war against China, which he actually has Democrats on his side. I would love to see him play up anything that's bipartisan, because I think we need it, but he's not using it. I don't know, not sure why. But with Harley Davidson, he came out and said, I'm surprised Harley Davidson is the first to cave. They're trying to send a message that we don't know if we can withstand the trade war. I think he can communicate better to these companies what he's trying to do, especially the farmers, because they're targeting the, the, the people that voted for Trump. And they're targeting the farmers who voted for Trump. They're targeting Harley Davidson, who he said he's going to go to fight for. So I did not know the company was not doing that well. I always assumed Harley Davidson was doing great. It turns out it isn't. They were shutting down some plants anyway. I believe while the president's sending a message with the tariffs, Harley sending a message to the president. And I thought Ron Johnson, senator from Wisconsin, said the same thing. Hey, Mr. President, we're already starting to feel it. And I just think if I'm, if I'm going to go into a trade war, you've got to brief the country. I think it's a speech. He needs to have a speech. Guys, this is what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to rebalance trade because it's been out of balance. It's a dysfunctional system. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all at once. And there might be some short-term pain, but I could set us up for the next 100 years. And we don't want balanced our way. We just want it level. And it's not level because we're so powerful. No one thought we should be level. But he's like, make it level or lose them all. And everyone's upset by it. And some people say, well, you know, he's misconstruing what a budget, what a trade deficit is. But I talked to Larry Kudlow, too, offline. And he says, I'm the ultimate free trainer. But after spending some time with the president, I understand what he's trying to do. So he's got to explain it better to these companies like Carly Davidson, who have to explain it to their people and their shareholders, because right now it's, it's not effectively explained. I give him credit for the approach. This is the time. We're so strong. This is the time to do it. But he's got to communicate offline, not on Twitter, to these companies. So this way we know where to buckle up. The farmers know to buckle up, and there might be some subsidies necessary to make them, let them survive. And then we know we're in for it. But I, don't, I just don't like the way it's being laid out right now. I'm not sure you do, Adam. Well, Fox's Brian Kilmeade communicates to us every weekday uh, from 9 to 11 right here on WOKV. Brian, thank you very much.